Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The World Economic Forum recently held its annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Global leaders from around the world, business executives from around the world, all gathered in one place for a series of events, parties, meetings, in secret, behind the scenes, in so many of these instances. So why should you care? How much influence do these people have over our lives? And what happens? there in Davos, Switzerland. Ezra Levant, founder and owner of Rebel News, was there to hold our leaders' feet to the fire, to hold people accountable. He was able to get interviews with people like Greta Thunberg, more or less was able to pin them down and and ask them questions. But Greta Thunberg, he asked her questions about her role in, in really pushing pain and suffering on so many people around the world with her climate policies. He was able to interview Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla, about misleading the public about the efficacy of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. So we're gonna talk to Ezra about what really goes on, what really happens behind the scenes, and how much control these people have over our lives. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Ezra Levant, founder and owner of Rebel News. Ezra, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, you guys do really great work at Rebel News, so I appreciate what you do. And you're the founder and owner, so I appreciate you creating such a, a great news organization. Well, thanks for saying that. I mean, we we have a contrarian style. Our motto is telling the other side of the story. And on some things like the World Economic Forum, it's really rare to have skeptics because the media party, as I call it, the mainstream media or the regime media, they don't seem to have any skeptical questions for the World Economic Forum, but there's a lot of questions that should be asked. And to that point, what's really strange is there's this alignment, at least in America, you know, it's not really just Republican or Democrat. They're sort of, we call it the uniparty now because they share a lot of the similar viewpoints, especially when it comes to, you know, sort of this global viewpoint of the world. And then also the media aligns with them. So we're really in this place, to your point, where, 
it's the citizen's voice that isn't represented anymore in the public sphere. Yeah, well, I mean, let me say this. There were hundreds of journalists at the World Economic Forum in Davos. In fact, they had beautiful pavilions, CNN, CNBC, uh, New York Times. They all were there in force and had pride of place. But understand, they had to pay for that status. They were there as insiders. They were there as sponsors. So by definition, they were not going to ask any accountability questions. They were not going to ask any skeptical questions. They were there more to, I don't know, to to synchronize their narrative with the other oligarchs there. So it was... It was sort of ironic because Albert Bourla, the CEO of Pfizer, who we managed to bump into on the street and ask some prickly questions to, he had actually just come from another media interview. So if you were to ask Albert Bourla, why don't you do any media? He'd say, you kidding? I do media all day long. And it's true. But he would do regime media, softball media. He wasn't ready for unscripted, unvetted questions that came from peasant citizen journalists like us. Well, and I want to play a clip from that because we do have it. Uh, Let's play that real quick. Didn't stop transmission. How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. That question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission. But why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100 percent effective, then 90 percent, then 80 percent, then 70 percent. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans- stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. And for the folks at home, that's Ezra asking the Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla, about the fact that they lied to us. Ezra, th- there, there was no remorse. I mean, he was baffled, you know, looked at you kind of like, how, you know, how dare you even question me? There's been absolutely, you know, no remorse, no, no course correction from Pfizer at all on any of this. Yeah, um, myself and my colleague, Avi Yamini, peppered him with 29 questions in a three-minute span. And some of them, I admit, were a little bit rhetorical or a little snippy. I said, what do you think about on your yacht? That was one of my questions. That's obviously just a rhetorical question. But we had a lot of real questions that I think he should have answered. Like we asked about product liability. I mean, the fact that a lot of people are getting terrible side effects, including dying, um, I asked him about the efficacy of the uh, of the vax. I mean, there was a point in time they said it was 100% effective. Well, we know that's not true. Um, I asked him about the fact that Pfizer once paid the largest fine in American history, $2.3 billion, for deceptive marketing. And I asked him about that kind of misconduct here. Now, I'm not saying those are easy questions. I, I think they're all legitimate questions, given the public nature of Pfizer. It really has big pharma and big government merged during the pandemic. So I think he owes us questions as any other public figure would. But why didn't he just give me his corporate blather? Like, why didn't he even just read out? Like, surely he has something to say about those questions. But the fact that he chose not to say a single word, even his talking points that he would use with other journalists, showed, I think, a contempt for citizens who weren't part of his approved jet set. And, you know, part of me thought, well, why am I still asking him questions if he's not answering them? We we sort of walked with him through the streets until he finally ducked into a hotel. And I think in the end, 
it showed that we asked real questions that the regime media really hasn't asked them in two years. So it, it, was, it was Albert Bourla on trial, but in a way, it was also other media on trial. Like I say, he had just come from an official uh, uh, interview at Davos, but of course they never asked him questions like that. So I think Albert Bourla has a lot of answering to do, Pfizer has a lot of answering to do, but the media who gave him nothing but softballs for two years, they have a lot of answering to do also. Well, you know, and they do. And of course, I mean, they've made so much money off of this. I mean, their company's profits tripled. He was making something. He makes, you know, tens of millions of dollars uh, in, in salary. And he, you know, and a lot of people ended up getting the vaccine because they were told these things. You know, they, they were told about its efficacy. They, they, they were told that it was 100 percent effective. They, they were told these things that ended up not being true. And they're shielded from liability in so many of these instances. You know, they are here in America. And so I, I appreciate you guys trying to hold his feet to the fire. You know, he deserves to be on the receiving end of that after, you know, essentially forcing this vaccine upon so many people being dishonest about it. And then now we're saying that it's harming so many people. Remember the rationale for the vaccine mandates, and they were particularly punitive up here in Canada. They weren't quite as bad in the States, although a lot of public sector workers, military, police, fire, teachers, had vaccine mandates, airlines. In Canada, private citizens were not even allowed on domestic flights if you weren't vaxxed. So the second largest country in the world, Canada, you were not allowed to fly even within your own country as a citizen if you weren't vaxxed. So these vaccine passports, these vaccine mandates, many people losing their jobs or being banned from public places, they were all premised on the idea that, that the vaccine stopped you from transmitting the disease. As in, if you said, well, I'm willing to risk my own health by not having the vaccine. That's a libertarian choice. That's a personal choice. The answer by the state was always, well, you'll harm other people. You must take the vaccine to stop transmission. And that's why that was such an important question for me to ask Albert Bourla, because he knew that the vaccine didn't stop transmission. He didn't say that you know, for a year. Because he loved these vaccine mandates, what better way to sell a product than to have it forced on people on pain of them losing their jobs? But he knew the entire premise was false, but he didn't care because he's got that yacht, because he's got that private jet, and he's a salesman. He's not, he's not even a medical doctor, by the way. He's a veterinarian, which is odd. But he became extremely wealthy personally. Pfizer became an incredibly profitable company based on the fact that no one asked him tough questions. And how many people out there were forced to take the jab to keep their jobs or lost their jobs because they stood on principle? This guy has a lot of answering to do. I did not get it and made that very publicly known. And uh, the only reason I had ever contemplated getting it because I was never at risk was because of that whole, oh, you want to protect the people you love. And then when I started seeing all these, you know, quote unquote, breakthrough cases happening, I was sort of, you know, put two and two together and realized that it wasn't stopping the spread, uh, you know, and that ultimately said, you know, F you to you know, Joe Biden and all these people trying to force it on me. Let's take a quick commercial break. More with Ezra Levant. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? 
you could be, with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once, and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Did you watch, I don't know if you saw uh, the Project Veritas video recently with the uh, Pfizer's director of research and development talking about how their thought process is potentially mutating the virus. Let's play that. I want to get your uh, thoughts and then we'll move on to Greta. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone what's going on. You got to publish what's going on. We're exploring, like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can focus on, we can create develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, cells everywhere. Something crazy. Is the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Pfizer's director of research and development, strategic operations, and the mRNA scientific planner talking about a potential desire to mutate the virus. I mean, we're sort of in this weird realm now where. Uh, there's just such a loss of faith in government, in public health, and all of it. And and why can we trust them when you have people like him saying this when he thinks he's behind the scenes, he thinks he's in private? Yeah, I saw that. It. I think it's the most stunning revelation that Project Veritas has done in years. And I deeply admire Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. And they certainly look like they've done their homework here. But I have to say, it's such an insane thing to say such an such a doctor evil like bond villain thing to say that part of me is thinking surely that guy was just was just talking like a fabulist surely he was indulging in in some fiction because i although i completely trust james o'keefe and project veritas that is so insane part of me thinks i just 
can't believe it. It's too crazy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, uh, I, I just can't even believe how insane that is. If that's true, we are in deep trouble. Pretty dark these days with just watching, uh, you know, the way that uh, these people behave. And then also just from the fact that, you know, COVID is obviously COVID from gain of function, having been released from Wuhan. Uh, obviously, you know, they were working on bad coronaviruses. It escaped. So it's sort of how this all originated to begin with. So you would think it's ill-advised to continue trying to to play God with these things, particularly if it's for profit. You know, you had also had time, uh, you, you guys were able to find Greta Thunberg as well. Uh, let's play this clip and then I want to talk to you about the exchange and, and what you learned from it afterwards. Greta, would you say you're a child actor? Are you a child actor or an expert? How would you describe yourself? How come you never protest Saudi Arabia or Russia? You only protest Western energy. Why have you never criticized Vladimir Putin or OPEC? Yeah, I've never done that. Never, ever. Well, will you do so now? Will you condemn OPEC energy? Smart, you know, why doesn't she, you know, condemn Saudi Arabia or, or Russia? Why is it always these the Western nations? Yeah, I mean, if you take uh, progressives at face value, the reason they care about the way energy is made is because of their liberal values. They, they're worried about environmental responsibility. They're worried that oil profits will be used for violence, either war or terrorism. They say they care about workers. Are they being well paid? And finally, they say they care about human rights, civil rights. How do you treat minorities? How do you treat women and gay people and indigenous people? So if those are your progressive values, environmental responsibility, peace, the treatment of workers and civil liberties, you would naturally favor oil made in ethical jurisdictions like the United States and Canada and the North Sea and places like that. You would favor ethical oil over conflict oil from places like Russia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela, Nigeria, etc. So until we don't need oil anymore, and by the way, we're going to need it for the foreseeable future, but until that happy day comes where we don't need oil anymore, you're going to have to get it from somewhere. And they don't make oil in Switzerland or Belgium or the chocolate-making superpowers, you know. I mean, those are wonderful little countries, but I don't know what God was thinking when he, you know, gave out oil, but he gave it to all the world's bastards. Why does Greta only condemn energy in the West, in the free democracies? Why does she never, not even rhetorically, criticize conflict oil? And I asked her another question. Um, I mean, I, I, there were so many questions that we put almost 100 to her. I mean, really, how would what she say be any different of what Vladimir Putin would say? Actually, I asked that of another protester. Like, if, if Vladimir Putin had his way, Greta would only criticize ethical oil and never criticize Russian oil. Because that's really Putin's weapon. It's the oil weapon. That's how he can afford his invasion of Ukraine, is oil and gas. So it just seems odd to me that Greta only criticizes our oil. And that's why I asked her, are you an expert? Or are you just a child actor? Let me say one more thing, Lisa. This is very important to know. Greta Thunberg looks like a little girl, but she's 20. She's 20 years old. Now, she, I think she's maybe developmentally arrested or something because she really is extremely short and she looks like a 12-year-old. And I think that's been the source of her power. She looks like a an Old Testament prophet, like a child prophet, you know, c condemning us and warning us. 
I really actually, in the course of our 20-minute interview with her, she giggled probably 30 times instead of answering. She gave sarcastic answers. I don't think she gave one serious answer. I came away with, from my time with Greta thinking she's either completely ignorant, which you might expect from a high school dropout. That was her whole thing, striking in high school. Don't go to school, kids. Let's go on a school strike. Or she's just a puppet for some other force. I asked her who her PR agency was. She didn't give me a straight answer. She said, I wish I had one. Well, we sort of know she does have one. So I, in conclusion, I think that Greta Thunberg is sort of an empty vessel, like an actor who reads lines given to her by someone who wrote the script. She's 20 years old, so she's not a baby, but she's not a scholar. She's not that well-informed. She just reads her lines. And for that 20 minutes we were with her, she didn't have her lines handy. The exchange and the questions that were asked to her, and I, I got the same impression as you did in the sense of, and what's sad, though, is that this is someone who is treated as a serious person. I mean, this is someone who has access to world leaders. This is someone who is purported to be an expert by the media. And when you watch the exchange with her, which is probably why she doesn't ever you know, do any oppositional interviews, there was no substance there. She, she knew nothing. She, to your point, she was an empty vessel, but she's shaping world policy. It's like, you know. Well, and that's the thing. She's got to pick a lane. Uh, I mean, either she is an authoritative source of information and argument who must be listened to by the United Nations, by presidents, and even by royalty. Uh, either she's that authoritative and we must hang on her every word, or she's just a young person as she said to us with giggles, saying, oh, haha, I don't take anything seriously. So you can't keep switching from one foot to the other, depending on if you want to be serious or not. Um, and there was an amazing thing that happened. It wasn't just Rebel News reporters. We had three reporters on our team rotating, asking her questions. But there were a couple reporters from the regime media who were along, too. And they had a few questions which I thought were very weak. One of them was, Greta, how's your trip to Davos going so far? Okay, that's not exactly an accountability question. Another one said, hey, are you going to have any protests while you're here? Okay, that's sort of interesting, but you've got Greta Thunberg, and, and that's what you're going to ask her? Like, it was so weak. And after a while, these other regime journalists, they were irritated by our accountability-style questions. They started answering our questions for Greta. One of my colleagues said, Greta, who are your advisors? Who do you take your guidance from? That's a really good question, by the way, because she's only a 20-year-old young woman. And she didn't have a good answer, so other journalists piped up and answered for her. There was a moment when other journalists told us to shut up, called us stupid or idiots. And by the way, maybe we are stupid and maybe we are idiots. But isn't that for Greta to say? Uh, and by the way, she didn't say that. Uh, she thanked us at the end of the interview, which was sort of uh, courteous of her. But it, one of the most interesting things, and this relates to my point about Albert Bourla, no one ever asked Albert Bourla, the CEO of Pfizer, a tough question in his life. And then we hit him with 29 of them, and it had him reeling. I don't think Greta has ever had a adversarial interview in her life. She didn't really know what to do, but the other media 
They actually did know what to do. Their job was run interference for Greta. They were not there as journalists. They were there as magnifiers and propagators and um, narrative boosters for Greta. It was really revealing, again, I learned as much about the media as I learned about Greta. Economic Forum and what you're sort of underscoring and making these points is that they're part of this protected class. And doesn't that kind of get to the heart of the World Economic Forum, that it's this group of elites who believe that they know better than us, they believe they know better than the average citizen, and they want to be the ones dictating and controlling how we live our lives? Oh, yeah. I mean, I heard about the private jets. And so we actually went to a private jet airstrip uh, called Alterheim, which is nothing but private jets. No commercial jets fly there. Every 10 minutes, another private plane landed with a WEF delegate. And then they went into a, they, they typically went into a helicopter to take them the last uh, leg of the journey. And then they got into a black SUV with tinted windows to drive them where they were going. So private jet to Alterheim, helicopter to Davos, and then black tinted window SUV. There were a few green vehicles. There were a few Teslas there that Uber had as sort of a promotional shtick. Hey, we're Uber. Check out Uber Green. But it was just a fun thing, like a like a promotion. Every VIP at Davos was getting around in big black tinted window mega SUVs, and there were I, I heard there were 1,000 private jet flights into Alterheim. I believe it. When I was there, it was literally every 10 minutes another jet came. Um, and, and the reason I tell you this is not that I'm anti-jet or that I'm anti-prosperity or that I don't think people should be able to get rich. I, I think all those things are fine. But these people are the ones who say to you, not only should you not fly, you should drive less. You should heat your house less. You shouldn't eat meat because it's too carbon intensive. You should eat synthetic meat or even bugs. And as that famous WEF slogan goes, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. So how can you be a private jet setter and then say, oh, you little people, you peasants should eat bugs? By the way, one of our reporters bumped into John Kerry, the former Secretary of State who is now uh, Biden's climate envoy, and asked him how he could fly there on a private jet. And John Kerry looked him right in the eye and said, I fly exclusively commercial. Well, we know that's not true. I mean, unless he just decided that that morning. We know that John Kerry has flown probably on more private jets than anyone other than, I suppose, the president of the United States. But obviously, he's sensitive to that charge of hypocrisy. You should never take advice from people who are doing the exact opposite. And this was a meeting of billionaires and oligarchs. Alex Soros was there. Um, Bill Gates was not there this time, but Larry Fink of BlackRock was there. These are some of the richest, most powerful people in the world telling you to have a poorer life. They want you to have fuel poverty, energy poverty, food poverty. There's something really creepy about them. Look, anyone can have their own opinions, but these folks are trying to actually change world policy. They're actually trying to change the law under which people around the world live. They have this concept called global citizenship. Well, that sounds sort of cool, but what does it mean? 
I know what being an American citizen or a Canadian citizen means. You have certain rights. You have the Constitution protect you. You can kick out your leaders if uh, every four years. There's a lot of things that being a citizen of America or Canada or the United Kingdom give you. But the World Economic Forum wants to replace that with what they call global citizenship, which means run by a group of technocratic you know, experts, them, who you can never get rid of, never escape, never switch to another country because they, they run the world, and you don't have rights. You, don't, you are just a subject. You are a consumer. And that's their future. That's what they want for us. You, you know, if people listening are like, oh, why should I care? You know, why should I? But you really just laid out why they should care and why this is all important and why we're having this discussion and, and why you guys were there covering it as well. You know, there are so many panels that they did and conversations that were had. If you had to pick one, what disturbed you the most about what you saw or what you heard while being there? Well, I saw a lot of high value politicians. I saw... Mark Carney, the former Bank of England governor, also former Bank of Canada governor, who is who people say will, will likely run for prime minister of my country, Canada. I saw Brian Kemp, the Republican governor. I saw a lot of powerful people. And then I saw Albert Bula, Pfizer, and John Kerry. And here's what I thought. They're meeting in secret. They have all these secret meeting rooms um, called bilateral meeting rooms where you can book them. It's like a, it's like a cabana on a beach or something. Um, and all these secret meetings going on, and why does that bother me? Because if they were meeting in Washington, D.C., they would register with the lobbyist registry. People who come and go from the White House have to log in. All of that information is disclosable. Donations are recorded by uh, you know, the FEC. There are all sorts of checks and balances on how government is done in a democracy. There's an opposition party, there's a media, there is the congressional record, there are all sorts of foreign, uh, you know, if you're a foreign agent, you have to register. None of that happens at the World Economic Forum. It is a free-for-all with none of the accountability mechanisms, none of the checks and balances that exist in national legislatures, your Congress, our parliament. So it's like what happens in Davos stays in Davos. They can cut any deal, have any meeting, take any cash. And like I say, it's a pay-to-play place. Um, to, get, to get in on the inside, depending on what position or status, could be a quarter million dollars, $400,000, could be more than a million dollars to pay Klaus Schwab's private company to get in. And that scares me when I see government officials at this sort of anything goes, uh, we'll keep no records. Uh, it's, I, I won't quite call it a secret society, but most of their work is done in secret. Quick break. More with the founder and owner of Rebel News. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. 
or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once, and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. People are waking up around the world and just realizing that uh, so many of our leaders don't care about us and, in fact, are, are trying to make... Our lives more difficult, as, as you mentioned, make us poorer. We, we don't own anything trying to make the our quality of life uh, less than what our parents had. So I, I do think that people are waking up. I, I hope they continue to wake up as well. Yeah, well, I hope so. I mean, I enjoyed being there to do our contrarian thing. I mean, our motto at Rebel News is telling the other side of the story. And these days, that's not even... Uh, that's not even universally accepted. I mean, a generation ago, the idea of having more than one point of view was taken for granted, not just in journalism, but frankly, in medicine. You know, can I get a second opinion? Now, if you are not part of the official narrative, they'll try and cancel you. Even doctors. I saw the other day in California, they were trying to pass a rule that a doctor could not have a second opinion on matters like vaccines. And and I'm not obsessed with vaccines. I'm just saying it was incredible how they abridged our civil liberties to sell those jabs. And I'm worried that journalism has been so totally co-opted and the censorship of, you know, all these so-called fact checkers, they're not fact checking powerful people. They're fact checking critics of powerful people. They're holding the opposition to account. I, I never see Reuters fact check or AP fact check going after the government. They're always going after critics of the government, and that's not how it should be. I, I really feel like you're seeing a merger of big business, big media, big tech, and I think for ordinary people, it, it means higher prices for things, more regulations, more social engineering like eat your bugs, and less free speech and diversity of opinion. That's why I'm worried about uh, it. You know, I, I share your concerns, which is why I believe the work you're doing at Rebel News is so important. So Ezra Levant, founder and owner of Rebel News, thank you so much for, for taking the time. And, and thank you for the work you do. I, I really do believe it's really important to actually hold or leaders accountable, a novel concept, right? So, but people aren't doing it in, in the media and you are. So thank you for that. Well, my pleasure. And if folks want to see 
all our work from Davos, we, we put a special compilation page. We did about 40 little videos and news stories. It's just at wefreports.com if you're interested. Uh, I thought it was a very interesting week. Um, I had never been before. I'm sure I'm going to go back next year if I'm allowed into the country. So uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. That was Ezra Levant, uh, the founder and owner of Rebel News. I've been following their work for a while. We've had a couple of the Rebel News guys on the podcast. Uh, they do really great work, and I appreciate what they do because they are, are actually interested in holding our leaders' feet to the fire and holding them accountable, which is what the media doesn't really do anymore these days. I want to thank you guys at home for listening. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Leave us a review. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. Until next time. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com Lisa. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.